Good morning, everyone. This is Jeffy Kennedy, author of Fantasy Romance and Romantic Fantasy. I'm here with my first cup of coffee. It's not bad. I'm going off lattes again. I decided that I was disrupting the 16-8 fasting. Alas. Um, and sharp viewers will notice I did not yet fix my chimes that came apart in my hands yesterday. Uh, I'll get to that. So today is Tuesday, March 8th. Snowy day here in Santa Fe. We're having a very snowy spring, which is great. That's great. Um, lots of snow in the mountains, which bodes well for our water reserves come summer. And so, um, yeah, it's supposed to be snowy all week. And it's very pretty, very picturesque. A good cozy day to be inside to write. Um, I am delighted to report that I got writing done yesterday. Um, I got my 3,000 words. I got it, um, got them even in a reasonable amount of time. Um, two hour, two and a half hours basically to get my 3,000 words, 3,041. Um, Three hours and a three and a half hours total elapsed time. <sighs> what a relief. So um yeah, I apparently just needed the rest. So yeah, it um you know, cross fingers, knock on wood, but um it flowed reasonably well yesterday, so hopefully I can get Getting back into the groove, the groove as it were. <sighs> I am a little sleepy this morning though. Well, but I'm still on my first cup of coffee. So, um, so yeah, yesterday was productive that way. Uh, and then it kind of got away from me, but whatever. Um, somebody asked me one of the many emails I sent out on Sunday and reply to people. Uh, one person asked me how inbox zero had gone and I said inbox zero achieved. The problem with inbox zero is that it does not last. Um, and when I looked on yesterday afternoon, I was like back up to 46 emails. Fortunately, a whole lot of them were people CCing me on things. And so I did not need to, um, did not need to worry about them other than to file them. I file all my emails. So yesterday, uh, I did stop into a couple of the chats and checked in with people and stuff. And, uh, so hi, Lizette and Stephanie asked me a question about, because I shared some of my progress count spreadsheets, which you guys know are scary. Um, and I shared my Gantt charts that I used to plan releases. I used to use the Gantt charts. I didn't have a lot of time to explain because I did need to run out, but um, I used to use the Gantt charts to plan more of my drafting and revising. I used to have them all plotted out on that. Um, for 
for those who don't know, a Gantt chart is basically, it's one of those ones with the horizontal bars and it just shows you timelines of stuff and it shows where things are overlapping. So when I first started making Gantt charts, I did make them uh, for like drafting, revising, overlapping stuff. Uh, I used to have, in, I want to say a more intense schedule, but that's probably not true. Uh, it was a different kind of intensity. Look, I've got a little wayward curl sticking up there. <laughs> uh, because I had a lot of trad books going on at the same time and I was for a little while there I was working with three different publishers and so stuff would come in from them that was you know they all like would want their one week turnaround or two month turnaround or you know what have you and so I would have to stop working on what I was doing and switch over to the thing that had the most pressing deadline, whatever had just come in. The nice thing about doing largely self-publishing at this point, and right now I'm out of contract and my agent's trying to fix that, but you know, I kind of like, you know, she's like, I know you want to be back under contract. I'm like, do I though? <laughs> I don't know that I really do. Um, there, there's good and bad. I, I, there are things that are great about tried publishing, getting a whole chunk of money up front is good. Having a team working with you is good. Um, having other people worry about stuff like covers and the back cover copy and all of that stuff. That's good. Um, but I definitely have a much more even paced life when I am primarily self-publishing because I, I decide what I'm working on at any given time. I don't have to be pulled into anybody else's timeline or schedule. So anyway, I do use Gantt charts to plan out releases to get a sense of how regularly my book releases are coming out. And I have instead gone to mapping out by day. Um, I only showed you guys this really small part <laughs> of my spreadsheets because I have this enormous Excel workbook in which I plot out pretty much my entire life and what I'm doing at any given time. But this is not what you asked me. What they asked me was, and I wrote down your questions so I would know, is how do you deal with having multiple series at once? And uh, the concern was is that if they start a second series and they're already feeling overwhelmed, which is a thing, uh, and scared that they'll enjoy another one so much more that they'll forget about the other and then never finish any of the series. So how do you do all of this? Because I do show on my spreadsheet that I showed them a piece of all of the different series and books that I have working on. And I have them in different groupings, right? So, um, you know, like I have in my court, in someone else's court, in the pipeline, which needs doing, on submission, planned, tabled, potential. Um, 
there may not be a lot of difference between planned and potential but I also have one that's interstitial. Oh, I know what that was. And that's kind of gone away. I think I'm, I'm not doing the interstitial stuff. It was like that was like projects I was trying to work on like intermittently between other projects and it did not work for me. I'm I'll tell you what I don't know if it counts as a secret. Is this a bug or a feature? We don't know. Uh, I can, I work on one thing at a time. I, and I do really well at that. That's why I think it kind of counts as a feature. Uh, one thing about me is that I'm good at concentrating and I do best if I concentrate on one thing and just work on that one thing and keep the whole book in my mind. And that's one way when people ask me how I'm able to write books as quickly as I do. I think that's one reason because I just work on that. I don't piddle around. Like I used to have this friend who used to like watch movies while she was writing and stuff. And I was like, how can you do that? I can't even listen to music while I'm writing. I want it silent. But that's because for me, bug or feature, um, I don't like any kind of distraction. I want to immerse fully in that one book. So I would say that's one trick to balancing multiple series is that whichever book you are working on, you just think about that book. You don't think about anything else. You don't think about the other series. So I did do this layering last year of releasing the bonds of magic books and the heirs of magic books unrelated, except that they're both magic. That was a mistake. Um, I'm the only one who ever mentions it though. So I should probably stop mentioning it. So I would release one book and then work on the next. And I, I interwove those two series, the releases for them. Um, and I feel like it worked pretty well. I used to, I think part of this is because I started out doing it this way because as I mentioned, I was working for like three different publishers at the same time I was writing, um, contemporary erotic romance and epic fantasy romance at the same time. And one thing I discovered was that switching between the two worked really well as kind of a palate cleanser for my brain. So I would finish a big epic fantasy romance and then I would write an erotic contemporary romance, which yes, felt very different to write. And, and I think I'm trying to figure out how to phrase this. For me, the contemporary romances, the erotic romances always felt much easier to write. Part of that's because I like writing sex scenes. Um, I think they're also in some ways simpler. Now, arguably, I'm not as good at those because those books have never sold as well. So it could be that I like am not putting the effort into them that I could be. I always wonder that. It's like, well, Maybe I should be writing them differently that they, you know, that they feel easy. Uh, maybe I'm not working hard enough Could be. I haven't written one in a long time, so now it's hard to say. So, um, I just thought of something. Hold on. Okay. Sorry about that. I am going to try to get rights for reversion on some of those old books. And I was just thinking about something I needed to remember to do um, along those lines. 
Yeah. I was going to start talking about that, but I won't because I'm going to stay on topic for Lisette and Stephanie. See how devoted I am. So multiple series. Um, so I think that's one way to look at it. And I think even still, even though both bonds and bonds of magic and heirs of magic are epic fantasy romances, there's enough difference between the worlds that it does work in a way to finish one, obviously take my breather since I clearly needed a little bit of time to uh, decompress and refill the well, and then start in on the book in another series because it, it does work well. So one thing Dorinda Jones and I talk about a whole lot is that we we have this <laughs> this dream I dreamed a dream of writing an entire series like a trilogy probably we wouldn't try to do more than a trilogy to write all three books at once uh, one after the other <clears throat> revise them all at once be able to go back and tweak book one to match whatever book three ends up being and not have that the breakup of time in there. The main reason we don't do that, actually the only reason we don't do that is money uh, because you really have to be swimming pretty well on a good income to take that long off between releases, right? Whether it's for your traditional publisher or self-publishing. But that's the that's the ideal is to be able to do it that way. And then I wonder, would we really like it? We've never gotten to do that. So maybe it wouldn't work. So now focusing back on, on the question. Scared that you'll enjoy one so much more than you'll forget about the other. This is a thing. It really is. Um, and I think it's inevitable. Also, regardless of enjoying one more than the other, like I really enjoy the Heirs of Magic books. Um, I have a lot of fun writing them. It's get, it's fun getting back into writing this one. I'm also glad it's the last one because this series hasn't sold as well as Bonds of Magic by like, like 20% of sales for Heirs of Magic compared to Bonds of Magic. I mean, it's, it's remarkable, the difference. And that was something that Megan Sienna Deutsch and I were talking about because I did ask her, I'm like, is, did I do something weird on these books? Another friend of mine told me that she thought maybe the titles weren't right. And she's not someone who self-publishes and she doesn't know a lot about book marketing. She only trad publishes and then it's more on the um, artistic literary side. Um, she's like, well, maybe the titles don't convey enough tension it, because it implies the two are equal. So like right now I'm writing the Storm Princess and the Raven King. She's like, maybe it needs to imply more conflict. I'm like, well, I don't think that's it, but I've got a second opinion from Megan. Uh, and she had some good suggestions for just how I can set up the, you know, marketing the complete series. There, There is a very distinct arc in Heirs of Magic that is set up from the very beginning that is... Um, it's not going to be finished being told until the end. And there are readers who will wait until they know that's going to end because they know we do this, you guys. They know that we start a series and then we get bored and we go running after the new shiny plot bunny, which is a mixed metaphor, but who cares? 
and that we may not finish it. So one thing that happened to me um, is Sorceress Moons, my six book series, which I am is going into audio now and I am putting new covers on. I have a new cover for Lonan's Horror. I'm waiting on the rest. I should probably start re-releasing these soon, but I don't have all the new covers. And I've been going back and forth. Should I like just start releasing book one and then release the books as I get the covers or should I wait till I have all six? Feel free to weigh in. So what happened with Sorceress Moons was I originally thought it was going to be a trilogy. It wasn't. I always do this. My series are longer than I think they'll be. I also, this was the first series that I self-published from the very beginning. And so I didn't entirely plan out what I was doing. I didn't have, I wasn't working with a trad editor who was sort of guiding my steps on it. I didn't have a contract where I'd like book one, two, three. So that, you know, that I, I ran wild with that freedom. So I ended up writing the first four books and then a traditional publishing contract got in the way. I got, I sold two, three book deals at the same time, Rebel Base and St. Martin's. And I ended up putting off writing those books five and six for a fucking year you guys, an entire year before I got back to writing book five and it was a problem. And I confess freely that if I did not have a lot of readers saying, when are you finishing this series? I probably would not have. So that is a consideration. Uh, if you don't have the readers clamoring, for you to finish the series, then you might not do it. Another example, cautionary tale, uh, is these contemporary romances that I wrote missed connections. I really love those books. Last dance with a prince since last Christmas. And it's about five girls living together after college, young women. And yeah, I totally planned on books four and five in that series. And those books have not sold well. And every once in a while, somebody will ask me now it's been long enough that like nobody asks me anymore, but every once in a while, someone would ask me saying, are you going to write books more and five in this? And I only recently earned out, these are self-published too. I only recently earned out my investment on those books. So at least now I'm making money on this series, uh, not much, but so I have like zero incentive to finish it. And I don't sell well in contemporary romance. So I don't know. Will I ever finish it? Maybe not. So the reader pressure helps. It was really, really hard for me to go back and finish books five and six of Sorceress Moons. Uh, not only getting my head back in the world, but I had written so many books in that interim that I had changed as a writer. And so how I approached the story and how I thought about it um, characterization, world building, everything. I'd, I'd kind of moved past what I was doing in that series. So I would say be very wary of taking a long break, uh, between books and a series because the odds that you will not come back to it are very high. 
Yeah. And so Stephanie said, what if I can't make my brain behave? And I mean, some of that's the writing habit. Some of that's being ritualized. And I think that having my schedules and my charts and so forth make a difference there because like I've known that Storm Princess and the Raven King was coming next for a long time. I had that set up with my cover artist, the covers already. Um, I'll even put it on the show notes today because I haven't shared that widely yet because I got the cover right as Grey Magic was coming out and it was it's hard to promote a couple of things at once and I'm trying to get better at staggering my my promo. So I don't know does that answer the question gals? Um, I think really having a schedule uh, that's why I love Excel you know, I've got my dates figured. I know releases. Um, it's not something you can control, but having people really wanting that next book makes a difference. I would say with series, keep them short, you know, plan short series to begin with until you know you can commit to longer ones. Uh, like with Bonds of Magic, I was really planning to do three, but then that world is so big that by the time I was writing book two and people were loving it so much that I realized I need to expand that and keep it going. And, and I'm loving it so much. So, all right. So those are thoughts. Ask me more questions. Sorry. I bailed on typing all this out, but it was much easier to talk it out. So, um, hope you all have a fabulous Tuesday and a fabulous Wednesday too because I will be back to talk to you all on Thursday morning. Take care. Bye-bye.